listening to the Flood Podcast. Music and more with Bushy and Metal Mike. Sit back, crack open a cold breeze, break out your step, light it all in. While we do our retrospective views and discussions of all things music, food, and entertainment. Dip your metal mic, metal towels. So without further ado, here's Bushy and Metal Mike. Yeah, someone just posted realizing that I am older than Kirk was in Wrath of Khan. Ouch. Damn. Ouch. And what was he, like 302? Uh, I don't even want to think about it. I mean, seriously, that. That is a weird situation, right? Like, I was looking at John Lennon on that uh, Get Back thing, right? Right. And it was like, he would be dead within 11 years of this recording. Yes. Sis. Wow. You know? Yeah, I uh, I still have a finished Get Back. Um, but, you know, I'm not a huge Beatles fan. There's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, this is dragon. Oh, it it, it is. But, you know... There's only one band I think that w- could get away with showing this. I that would be... Huey Lewis and the News, right? Um, <laughs> I, w- I would check like, that out. I would watch that documentary. But no one's going to watch like you know, almost eight hours of footage of, you know, you name the band. Even the Stones. As much as we love the Stones, I don't think that we would all gather for it the way we have about this. And it put the Beatles on the number one album again with that album. Uh, Unbelievable. Are you kidding me? You guys would watch 15 hours of behind the scenes of Hot in the Shade if it was fucking up. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd sit through an hour and a half of it. Yeah. <laughs> you sit through three hours of uh, The Street Giveth and The Street Taketh Away. Now, there you go. Hey, I like that uh, song. <laughs> the really neat thing about it is, is that uh, on top of everything else is that... Uh, you could actually see the songs come to life. You know what I mean? Like Paul McCartney's over there noodling on the piano and he starts playing Let It Be and you're like, everyone shut the fuck up. He's he's writing Let It Be. You know what I mean? It's it's just it just comes out of nowhere. It's amazing. Well, see, that's the stuff that I enjoyed from the documentary is, is those nuggets of songs being created. Uh, the rest, little talking. You know, ugh, shut up. And uh, I actually, I, I didn't know this about the Beatles until watching the documentary because h- how it opens, because of that whole we're more popular than Jesus. You know, everybody turned on them, but they became little pussies and like never toured again. And that was the whole basis for this album. They were record, uh, going to record it live in concert. <laughs> well, they, they had decided that they didn't want to uh, tour anyway prior to that. But uh, them having the army come after him in uh, Imeldo Marcus's army, you know, coming after him. That was a big thing. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I'm like as big as you guys are. I mean, the rock and roll thing would have been to like, you know, say, fuck you. I'm we're, you know, we're going to add dates (laughs) and not, we're not going to tour anymore, but that's just the way that documentary made it sound is like, Oh, they caught backlash. So they didn't tour anymore. Oh no, it's, it's not that it's just that it, they couldn't hear themselves anymore. They were technologically like timed out, if you will, that, uh, they, when you can't hear yourself, you hey, don't know now I hear people. Know. 
Hey, there you go. Hey, so like they, they literally could not hear what they were doing. You know what I mean? They right. might as well just played a recording and stood there. Yeah, but, well, I get that. I get that. And like and, I said, I've watched the both of about documentary. It. Think about it. The difference between like a band like Motley, like the Beatles never got to be rock stars in the same sense that like Motley Crue did, right? Right. Like Motley Crue can come in and pick 200 women and throw bologna on them, cover them with cottage cheese and roll them down a highway or whatever they want to do. And everyone goes, oh, that's Motley Crue. The Beatles couldn't get away with that shit. They would have these people bringing like uh, handicapped kids to be blessed by them you know it, it was a different world it right. was a they never got to experience the rock and roll life i'm not saying they weren't naughty boys up to shenanigans at times i'm just saying that it was a much different world that 10 years or whatever made you know octopus's garden to load tells me that they were up to shenanigans and being naughty <laughs> well there you go because to this day i sort of what the hell he goes talking about but i love that song Mm-hmm. Well, I, I haven't seen any of it yet. I've got it, but I haven't watched it. But uh, I'm excited because I heard it, it finally shows how anti-Semitic Yoko Ono really is. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad she's about ready to get canceled. It's about time. Oh, that's funny. I got to find a way to put that in. <laughs> totally fits the conversation. Baco, how you doing, man? Thanks for coming. Not too bad. And just uh, not to be left out, uh, John, John, we all know John Lennon is not circumcised, right? Uh, that seems, for some reason, that seems pertinent. Hot. I've got that vinyl. <laughs> looks like a fucking anteater. Yeah. I don't even know how to take that. <laughs> yeah, you uh-huh. I bet you do. Smegma, baby. <laughs> That's great. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we all doing today? Outstanding. I'm just going to do this kind of unconventionally. You know, you have been listening to the Plug Podcast. Uh, Yeah, I have some special guests here today. Uh, We're going to talk about something kind of serious, but we have Wadley. I don't know how it's going to be serious at all. Um, But that's right. We got Ian Wadley from Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. We have Ken Mills from Cheap Talk Zilch Podcast. Dude, how many do you do? And the center of your mind. Always, Mm. always. And we also have first-time guest right there, Baco from Cobras and Fire. How you doing, brother? I am well. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, it's funny because I never do politics, not not on this thing. But this time I kind of <laughs> did want to. Because <laughs> I, I almost half-assed think Ian's going to be on my side, and that's why I can't wait to get into this thing. Uh, I asked each of you guys on because... Again, uh, what's that, Ian? I said, think again, white boy. <laughs> We're all white, David. <laughs> what? I prefer what? the term cracker. I, I identify as cracker. <laughs> you could, yeah, you can call me saltine. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bushy already referred to me as the Whoopi Goldberg of this episode, so he already put blackface on me. <laughs> all right. I just, I just assumed you're going to be both funny and piss me off at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you're totally right. You're totally right. <laughs> I just got to decide who the Joy Behar is. No, no, that's the reason I had you guys on. You guys uh, tend to think a little different than I do. Uh, but I also knew we all respected each other because I love each and every one of these guys. Um, Baco and I have had conversations at Rocket Pod that I really, really appreciated. 
based on conversations we had had online and our little interactions, um, Ken, of course, knows that Ian, Ian's just a douche. Uh, but, <laughs> but he's a lovable <laughs> douche. <laughs> so we love him anyway. <laughs> but uh, several weeks ago, um, I'd actually approached you guys about talking about this and you know, life gets in the way of living, but so much has come up of it since then that it's still pertinent. Uh, Dave Chappelle, of course, released his latest and supposedly last of his Netflix stand-up specials, uh, The Closer. And, dude, there's been nothing but outrage since. But it's such a tiny little voice with all this outrage. Uh, I just want to get everybody's thoughts on this. Now, you've all watched it, right? You all watched The Closer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so so here's my question, guys, because uh, yeah, apparently he's in trouble with the trans community. And I sat back and I watched this again last night, and I watched it again today beforehand. And I'm like, wait a second, how come the gay community's not yelling at him? How come... Yo, white people aren't yelling at him. How come black people aren't yelling at him? It's such a small portion. I mean, so small, in fact, that Netflix had a walkout of like 20 people. I mean, it was such a, you know, minuscule amount of people. Why does this keep making the news? Why are we talking about it? Bushy, can I paint the picture a little bit for the audience? The trans community is just northwest of Bakersfield, California. (laughs) Where, where did he record? He was in Michigan. Yeah, this is from yeah, Detroit. Yeah. Okay. But, but why do you think... I guess the biggest question for me is this whole... I mean, there have been calls to cancel this guy, and Netflix is really doubling down on backing him up. I guess the reason I really wanted you guys on, you three particular gentlemen, is is there a point where jokes go too far specifically when we're talking about the stand-up world and anybody can Mm. run with that yeah i definitely think um it's been difficult for comedians uh in the last 10 to 15 years it's kind of been trending this way You, you you hear a lot of them talk about they won't do certain things it seems the one recurring theme i hear is apparently comics used to play colleges a lot now they they, they kind of stay away from that. Um, but yeah, it, there is something to hypersensitivity getting headlines anyway. I don't know that it's actually real. Well, see, that's my whole thing. I mean, there there was a big walkout on Netflix, but I saw the footage. It's like 20 people. I mean, it's like it's being blown out of proportion. Uh, Wadley, you're the you're the king of off-color jokes, okay? We, we all listen to Rock and Metal Combat podcast. If somebody had come in and had never heard your show before, they may have, you know, they may have thought you were a MAGA dude with some of the jokes you tell. What's your whole take on this thing that's going on? Um, you know, with the whole well, cancel culture and a few people getting upset. I mean, is there a line you're not allowed to cross? I, I don't believe so. Uh, I believe you can cross any line, and that's the beauty of comedy. Um, as long as it's funny. I love racial jokes as long as they're, they're mm-hmm. funny. Right. Uh, and there's some jokes that are just mean. If it's mean for the sake of being mean, uh, I, I don't like it. But if it's funny, you know, if it bends, it's funny. If it breaks, it's not. Um, I watched this special, 
And I was highly disappointed, not in the comedy, which I thought was genius. Uh, I think Dave Chappelle is the second coming of Richard Pryor and Lenny Bruce. Oh, so glad Uh, you said that. I, I think what he says is very important. And I think, to me, there was nothing hateful. I was watching and I was waiting, where's this big moment that people should be offended? And I never found it. Uh, you know, I, I've been accused. I've been accused of being an anti-Semite. And apparently, I got some Jew in me. And I don't even know. You know, I just make jokes. It's in the rectum, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the yeah. same thing. What's his name? <laughs> but, but at least it's circumcised. Um, yes. Yeah. It's not John Lennon. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, the guy fucked me, but not on my taxes. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I just find it insane. I love making fun of everybody. Uh, and I think you should be able to laugh at yourself. Uh, you know, I don't have any hatred, you know, like pure hatred for anybody except the French and Sammy Hagar fans. But, uh, you know, you, you have to have comedy. There's, there's something about being able to laugh at yourself and to laugh at your surroundings. But I think the way Chappelle does it is, is with intelligence and with, with heart. And there was nothing in there I was offended about, but it just goes to show you sometimes, you know, guys with a pussy can be dicks. (laughs) That's so true. Podfather, what's your take on this? Well, you started out the show saying uh, you don't normally get political. I don't think we're getting political at all today. I think that there's a difference between politics, or at least the the definition of politics has changed since I was younger. Politics used to be, okay, we're going to get a road. We need to have a tax levy, and we're all going to vote thumbs up, down. Should we do that's That's politics, right? Sure. What we're talking about is is culture. That's what we're talking about. And we're talking about cancel culture as well, which to me is like a red herring. There is no such thing as cancel culture. Um, The fact now, again, I'm going to talk about politics, but not talk about politics. We're going to talk about uh, culture and the cult of personality, right? Like you say, I had you guys on. Every group is so easily offended nowadays. Every group. It, you know, there was a movement, the, we were, we're against snowflakes, but anyone that uses that word is usually the first person to complain oh, that they so stub true. their toe. And it doesn't matter which side of any quote unquote political spectrum you're on. Right. Right. Um, for example, you take Fox news or you take uh, white Christians or you take people that just love Christmas. And all of a sudden they're the most marginalized shut down group in the world. Right. Sure. And the same goes for the trans community and the black community and every other community. And listen, all four of us are just nerdy white guys that love music. We can't speak for anybody in any of these communities for the most part. But I have people that I love in the trans community, so I will speak for them. I have people that are black that I love that I will speak, you know, on as as. Well, hold on. I want to make sure I'm not saying that I'm speaking for them. I'm saying that I'm speaking as an ally. Sure. That I care about them. Okay. So the thing is, is that like Dave Chappelle is a surgeon. Whereas 
some comedians they just go in with a chainsaw and they they're not really working on healing or fixing anything dave Chappelle is a surgeon in the same way that george carlin was he puts the body on the the table and he gets in there cuts out just the part he wants he makes you look at it you feel a little bit uncomfortable and you see some truth and you take some shots occasionally either way that's that's uh that's comedy right comedy comedy i used to say in my younger days that comedy was like a gun it's only fun depending on which side you're on and uh, you know it comedy like if, like if you were to do comedy as a mathematical problem you would have to have uh awkwardness plus pain equals comedy like that comedy by its definition is basically somebody's getting hurt somewhere by this joke Unless a joke's not funny. Like, for example, I cite the example of a chicken crossing the road. Not funny. No one laughs, <laughs> you know, but you put the three stooges on and boink, plunk, pop. Somebody's laughing. Somebody uh, is on America's Funniest Home Video. A kid gets a uh, wiffle ball bat to his dad's nuts. We laugh our asses off. We like to see people <laughs> suffer a little bit. There's a part of that. That's what comedy is. We like to see people feel uncomfortable or people being taken down if if cancel culture is real it started with the court gesture he would be brought in before the king and as long as he made the king laugh everything was fine if not they could cut his fucking head off uh dave Chappelle is in no danger of being canceled you say that netflix is bravely standing beside him and the fact that they threw millions of dollars in his general direction that's really what they're standing behind is their investment. They're not necessarily standing against Dave Chappelle because if Dave Chappelle said something that they were offended by, it might be different, but they've already sunk into him. They're in the Dave Chappelle business, right? It's unfortunate that we even have to say Black Lives Matter. I mean, if you go through history, nobody ever gave a fuck. I mean, you can kill black people in the street. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody goes to prison. But when I say Black Lives Matter and you say All Lives Matter... That's like if I was to say gay lives matter and you say all lives matter. If I said women's lives matter and you say all lives matter, you're diluting what I'm saying. You're diluting the issue. The issue isn't about everybody. It's about black lives at the moment. But the truth of the matter is they don't really give a fuck about anybody if you break the shit all the way down to the low fucking dirty ass truth. We say that black lives matter. But truthfully, they really never have No one ever really gave a fuck Just read your bullshit history books But honestly, it ain't just black It's yellow, it's brown, it's red It's anyone who ain't got cash Poor whites that they call trash They can't fuck with us Once we realize we're all on the same side They can't split us up And let them prosper off the divide They can't fuck with us came out the ceo kind of made a statement saying that you know we support everybody's right to free speech 
And uh, they haven't taken the closer down. Um, When uh, Andrew Dice Clay came out with his latest stand-up, I remember it being on Netflix for maybe a week. And it could just be the difference in the way you tell a joke. Uh, Because Dice, he was messing with these two guys in the crowd. Because anybody that knows Andrew Dice Clay, he doesn't have a lot of great comedy, but he really works a crowd well. And he was just messing with these two dudes about basically his words, not mine, turning fag. Now, I thought it was a hilarious bit because I don't care who you mess with. I think all humor, you know, all comedy, dark or not, I think it's hilarious. I laugh at some of the worst stuff ever. But that show didn't last. It didn't last. It it was pulled within a week or so. But I never heard anything about it. This, uh, This Netflix thing, I mean, they've already paid Dave Chappelle. He's already done his specials. But he's coming back to host a Netflix awards show. I mean, they're like doubling down on this guy. And I kind of wonder, why is it that some things can be so quote-unquote offensive? And, you know, these these companies, these corporations, whatever, they are really quick to squash it. And uh, the reason I bring up Dice is because we all know Dice is not a conservative. We know about the conservatives that have, that's happened to um and sometimes, frankly, with reason. I'm not going to not admit to that, not stipulate to that. But for whatever reason, they're doubling down on this guy. What is the reason for that? I mean, they've already spent the money. He's already done the shows. They're still bringing him back. Is that a slap in the face to these people? I mean, should we be wondering if maybe Netflix has an issue with trans people? Well, I think as far as canceling Clay, it's easy because he's white. Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, he's just a Jew, but, you know, uh, other than to the clan, he's white. Um, they're going to let Chappelle get away with a lot more than they are him. Plus, he brings in more money, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Certain people right now can get away with other shit while others can't. And I, I think everybody should be able to get away with it, uh, with their comedy. And it's, it's like, uh, why can Tom Brady show up to practice hungover? But the backup quarterback can't. Right, right, exactly. Who's bringing in the most money? And then, you know, there's all this sensitivity. You know, can we criticize somebody who's considered a minority? You know, and some are easier. You know, it's a lot easier. I mean, look at uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. You know, he can get away with it because he shot a couple <laughs> white dudes. You know, Jesus. <laughs> you know, that motherfucker should be in front of a firing squad. But he killed a couple honkies, so there's not as much outrage. And that just shows you how crazy this shit is. Some people can get away with it, some people can't. I think as long as you're funny, fuck it. And you should be able to say anything, even if I don't agree with it. You should be able to say whatever the fuck you want. Now, people have the right to tune in or tune out. You know, not everything's the same quality of comedy or their statements, you know, some are less valid than others, but you can say whatever the fuck. They're words. They're words. Right, and Carlin had that whole bit back in, what, the 80s or 90s about their only words. It's the context and the racist asshole behind them you have to worry about. Right. And I'm a big proponent of free speech, and uh, I know a lot of left-leaning people, they disagree with this on me, but, you know, this whole, oh, hate speech, we can't have that, and I'm like, no, yes, we can. The First Amendment doesn't differentiate so hate speech is protected as well we have the right to not listen to not pay attention and to ignore um i don't know about the whole 
you know, rioting in the streets and stuff because somebody says something that we disagree with. But we have the right, and obviously I'm exaggerating situations here, but we have the right to just not listen to these people and say, look, I don't agree with that. In fact, I condemn that. But they have the right to say it. I, I find it weird when people want to go to the point of this needs to be canceled. Uh, you know, best example, I was showing my daughter uh, All in the Family. She didn't know what this show was. She didn't have a clue who Archie Bunker was. And me growing up in a different era, I sat there. I'm laughing hysterically. I just kind of glanced over at her. And she, you know, is turned 16 on Veterans Day. You know, she's only a month over 16. Her mouth was on the floor. You know, she couldn't believe what she was hearing. And you try to explain to her that, look, I know this show couldn't happen today, but it's ridiculous. Because at the end of every episode of All in the Family, you find out Archie's an idiot. You know what I mean? I mean, if you didn't already gather from the way he spoke, by the end of the show, there were pointing out to you the fact that he was an idiot, he was wrong about whatever issue they were discussing that episode, and that's what brought the comedy. I, I don't understand I don't understand how we as a country are going to get back together if everything just splits us up all the time, you know. I don't like bacon. Well, fuck you, you deserve to die. I mean, how, how do we come back together as a country if we can't even laugh at I jokes? actually have some comments on that, if it's all right. Please. Uh, First of all, um, I'm. I think we've touched on a lot of things that that uh, it, it, it seems to be like we can all kind of acknowledge these things that are happening, but we're we're kind of tiptoeing around the elephant in the room. And the fact is, we are hearing because we are divided as a country, and it is difficult to come together. And, we, and and I agree, we need to find that out. But the fact of the matter is, there are. We're hearing that more now from the people who caused the, 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 the divide. And now that they're kind of like on the, on the back end, and I'm t- kind of leaning towards more right-leaning people. Okay. Uh, and, and it's like, well, I'm sorry, but you're the divisive asshole that's causing all these problems. And I'm not speaking to anybody on the panel here. Uh, I'm just saying that seems to be where we're coming from. And same with cancel culture. Cancel culture is really, to me, just a phrase that people who get caught with bullshit used. I haven't heard Dave Chappelle really say too much about this other than to basically he, he explained himself. I accepted his, his terms. I, I mean, I don't have any, really any problem with him. I, I do think everything he said kind of falls more in the line of like free speech. I'll, I'll touch on what Wadley said funny first. And Dave Chappelle hits that across the board. Sure. Um, and, 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 and I'll, and Ken Mill is such in the term snowflake. I'm sorry, but that is thrown around pretty much primarily by people who also were offended by the phrase happy holidays. So go fuck yourself, man. You, you, someone gave you a generic greeting and you said, oh, my God, how dare you say that to me? I was called a Satanist by someone who insisted they only sell Christmas trees in a town of 500 Lutherans. Just, you know what? I'm actually with you the, there. I'm actually with you there, and uh, we all know I'm the right-leaning guy on here, although I think I'm more center-right than right. Uh, to me, it's always going to be and a I'm Christmas right tree. And I'm right between Ken Mills and Ian Wadley. Yeah, baby. I know. Thank thank God you're not out there with Wadley. He's fucking Hi. crazy. Full <laughs> <laughs> disclosure, Bushy has a freedom tree, not a Christmas tree. Uh, why, why, just real 
quick, Wadley once described uh, him and I in, in a way that I, I, I repeat several times, and that is neither one of us are politically correct, but we are definitely progressive, kind of like liberal thinking people. Sure, sure. Okay. And we understand. I'm just Ken. And I, and I think all three of you are great. And Ken, you're just a beautiful person in general. Um, oh, gosh, thanks. Yeah, uh, me, I, I want to say something about free speech. Sure. You said that all speech is protected. That's not true. If a, what we have is uh, there's a couple we have free speech, but we also have responsible speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to have to think, but it is <laughs> it is it 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 can be a crime to scream fire in a crowded movie theater. There are responsibilities that you take with what you say. There are repercussions for everything you say. Good, bad, mediocre. You know, some people may have feign indifference towards it, you know, which anybody who's saying the words cancel culture, they that's the worst thing you can do to them is not cancel them, but ignore them. Uh, but not not all speech is protected in in the sense that if you say something that's libel, you can still get in trouble for it. Right. You can well, say it. Sure. You I can understand say that. it, but you have repercussions. So. Dave said something in the special about when you take a man's livelihood away, Mm -hmm. that is 100% true. That is a horrible thing to have happen. But it's also a horrible thing to have happen when someone sees someone as less than human, as someone who is a sinner or, and I'm not saying Dave Chappelle is doing all this stuff, somebody who should not be able to exist or live the life that they want to live or feel that they should. We're talking about, you know, gay, trans, Mm -hmm. Satanists, Lutherans, whatever the thing is, right? Even conservative Fox viewers or whatever. Uh, But there there are repercussions to everything you say. So Dave's talking about it's a horrible thing when you take away a man's livelihood, okay? Mm -hmm. It's a person's livelihood. It's also horrible when you take away someone's life. Right. And that is happening. I'm not saying that that's what Dave Chappelle was doing, because Dave Chappelle, for people who actually took the time to watch the special, again, surgeon as opposed to butcher. Right. He would lay things out and he's working through some stuff here himself. He might watch this show in 10 years and go, man, I was fucked up. You know, I missed something. Just like he says in the show, I used to think this way. Now I think this way. Right. I think he's in the process. He also has his certain privilege. Now, that's a word people don't like to use. But Dave, I'm going to say Dave's privilege in the sense that he's a very wealthy man. He has millions of people that love him. He's got a built-in base that's going to be there for him, right? Sure, but he even alluded to that without saying it. I mean, he said, you know, yeah, but I'm rich. Remember that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. (laughs) He was talking about people dealing with COVID, but yeah, same thing. Yeah, he was also talking about, like, as a black man, I can't punch down. He says something about people say that you shouldn't punch down. Right. And he's saying, as a black man, there's no way I can punch down. But I'm sorry for Beyonce and Jay-Z, they have rights and privileges that I don't have. It's, you know, there's white privilege, there's fame privilege, and then there's green privilege. If you got enough money, you can do whatever you want, pretty much. Sure. Um, And I'm not, again... As an ally of people, not speaking for anyone, uh, 
I just know that there are people out there who are in danger of having other people come after them for just existing. And that has always been that this way. This is nothing new. at how much I enjoyed hearing what he had to say. I went into it thinking, I'm going to hate this show. I'm going to see this person that I respected bring that level of respect down. And right. on, a, on a few things, he kind of did. Yeah. But on many things, I also said, I see his heart. This is not to give him a free pass. Uh, this is not to say I, I don't object to anything that he said. But I want to run something by you. I know that we live in an age of conspiracy theories where people used to go, the Bat Boy and Bigfoot were on the National Enquirer. Now it's like, this is an actual thing now. This is how we are. You mentioned that 20 people that worked at an office at Netflix happened to cause a ruckus, just enough of a ruckus, that it got that show to be the number one show on Netflix for how long? For, for a little bit, but he'd been working this material out. I mean, all, all no, of no, you no. guys that, don't stand that. That's not what I'm out. saying. I'm talking about the arrival, and it's on Netflix, and all of a sudden, because it was on everywhere, every news channel, to the fact that we're even talking about this. Weeks later. Doesn't that seem to indicate that something was of interest? I know that there are people who are hurt and people who were afraid, but I think anybody that actually watched the show could see the fact that he talked about his trans friend. Right. And, but then again, if this were a white guy doing this act and he was talking about a black friend and saying, oh, well, everyone has a black friend. So everyone has a trans friend too, Dave, right? Uh, that doesn't make it easy for anybody who's going through these problems. But, no, I uh, absolutely through agree. These situations through this, you know, the, 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 the societal issues that are being brought upon people. But I, I watched the show and I was amazed at the end of it. I was kind of awestruck 
Um, and it was just that line. He's a, he's a surgeon instead of a, a butcher. Right. It, I, I, I walked away wanting to see what will come later from this, but you know, love to everybody in the trans community. It's not easy. It, it's not easy. Uh, I don't speak from experience, but I know people that are experiencing this and, you know, love to them. And, um, uh, I, again, Dave, not not to stand by anything he said necessarily, but to say that it's not just all you think it is. It's like it's like any work of art. You see it from or it's it's like the milk carton, right? <laughs> we used to get milk cartons <laughs> that we would sit at the table, the four of us, and Baca would look over his paper and see there's Bossy the Moo Cow with the best make it best tasting milk in town. And Ian would look at his side and it would have all the nutritional issue. Mine would say if you collect three carton lids, you can get a free bossy T-shirt. And you would have, Nate, a picture of a missing kid. So it's right. the same milk carton, but it's various different it's things. Different there's foods. a lot. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot going on. Man, I really cleaned up on that one, man. I got the best side. That's you right. definitely did. Hot. <laughs> but, but there's a lot going on in this special. For anybody to just write it off as, you know, it's it's just all hate. There's a lot of love in there, too. But well, let me ask you this, Ken. I mean, yeah. why can't we ju just get to the point where, like, because and I think this might tie into what she was trying to say about being divided. It's okay to be offended. Honestly, if I was trans, I would probably find those things a lot more harsh than I do. When, when I sat through it, I, I kind of digested it similar to you other than that. I didn't really think I didn't go in with the idea that Dave was going to let me down. I just went in and, and watched it, frankly, because Bushy wanted to have me on the show. And I'm like, well, I, I heard all the, the kerfuffle, so I'm going to sit down and watch it. But it seems like. And, and again, we're talking about the squeaky, the squeaky wheel getting the grease. It's, it's right. not. It's, it's the vocal minority on both sides on all these topics. But it's okay to be offended. Just say it. Do what you're going to do. I stopped eating Pizza Hut because they hired Queen Latifah as a voiceover actor. You think I'm joking? Talk to my daughter. <laughs> why was that not enough? I mean, like, like, why can't that just be, like, it, it was enough for, for me. I didn't need Pizza Hut to go away. I didn't need I didn't need the world to support me on this issue. This was my my feelings. And again, I'm making a little bit of a joke there, but the idea that like something can be offensive but also be wrong is not necessarily true. I I'm with Wadley too. I love racial humor. I wish we could do it a lot more openly. I think it would break down some barriers if we all just had a little sense of humor about who we are. Sure. And as someone who identifies as a cracker, I find that very offensive that we can't. <laughs> well, I, think, well uh, I, agree, I agree with Baco, other than the fact that he hates Queen Latifah because she has a dick. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I agree a lot with what Ken Mills said, uh, you know, except for the fact that everybody has a black friend because we all know Nate doesn't. Oh, you but, stop <laughs> that. That's, that's an absolute lie. <laughs> but these are crazy times. Like, like where I work, I've lost bathrooms to all gender bathrooms. They didn't take the women's bathroom away. They took the men's bathroom away. You know, and there used to be a time when you knew 
when you went to the men's room and you stuck your dick through that hole, a Sammy Hagar fan was on the other end. Now I have no idea. transcending and uh you know why my bathroom god damn it uh, <laughs> i i i got i'm with wadley 100 and by the way that was the dumbest outrage ever so uh, <laughs> miss, uh the duggar family go fuck yourself your son's a pedophile true and who, who gives a fuck who's in the bathroom i don't know what the hell goes on when you guys go to the bathroom at target but i'm talking to the not the duggar family you guys but to me, I go in, I piss or shit, wash my hands and leave. Exactly. And so does everybody else that I see in there. I, I'm i not peeking through the cracks, baby. I don't even care. Well, you got to go to the bathroom, go. Do you do you think it's... <laughs> and, and I agree. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you one of the things, it's pretty much the only thing that W was talking about that absolutely infuriated me. It almost made me switch teams. Uh, almost made me go to the other side of the aisle was what he wanted to... Uh, amend the Constitution to define marriage between a man or woman. That infuriated me. He lost my support there. Um, the, the whole bathroom thing doesn't bother me. I think that's that's a deep-seated, a deep-seated kind of weird thing where people, oh, if it's a man dressed like a woman, they're going to attack my child. That's the stupidest fucking thing I ever heard. Could have happened? And meanwhile, sure. those same people, though, were not standing up to fucking priests while they're, they're, they're molesting exactly. children. Exactly. And I mean, the exact same people that were afraid of that crap happening were just turning a blind eye to what was happening right in, in their own, you know, fucking papal community. Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Baco. Do you think that's part of the problem? Well, do you think the outrage is because Chappelle several times has admitted he's transphobic? Do you think it's the fact that he openly says he supports J.K. Rowling and he's a turf, which the end of that is radical feminist, you, you know? So he's obviously on the left side of the aisle. He finds this thing strange, and I'm not going to lie. I find it strange. It doesn't mean you can't treat somebody with respect and empathy. Is there a chance that somebody like me would call someone sir be like, sorry, that that's me. I'm a dick. I did not mean to offend you, ma'am. And then a Address it accordingly from out there, you know, or from on out there. Isn't it possible you can still have empathy and still respect this person's right to exist? And as he was Absolutely. saying, go through the experience. It's still kind of disagree with uh, it. I can't stand uh, Methodists, but I'm not actively against <laughs> them existing. So I don't like religious people at all, but 
Yeah, well, there's <laughs> they're, that. But, they're uh, free to do what they want to do. <laughs> you know? uh, honestly, I, I know I get labeled as a liberal a lot, but politically speaking, if I actually have because I get drawn both both ways on, on different issues. Sure. But if you want to be political, th- my actual political views probably come down to the idea that every one of us on this planet, and that includes the four of us, we all got here by doing absolutely nothing. And the idea that because we were born on the piece of dirt, you know, we, we, we it, that was under the hospital we were at or wherever we were hatched out of, like somehow we deserve something other people don't is absurd and we 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 should look at everybody as a human being i don't care who it is and just if someone needs help give them help yes i one i just that that that's me politically if something needs to be fixed let's fix it if somebody needs help we should all want to help them that doesn't mean everybody can help them you know what i mean if someone needs a house rebuilt they're not going to ask me to help do it because i would be worthless but if they, if maybe their kid needs to learn how to butcher a Van Halen tune on guitar, I could be, I could be that guy. The, 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 the point being is that like, you know, shovel somebody's sidewalk, let immigrants into the country. They walked the, the, the idea that like somehow we're being invaded by people walking for a month through Central America is just, it, it's so radically anti-American and, and what this country was founded on. And, and I know we're I'm getting on a tangent here, but that that is me politically. Is that like they were they came to this world the same way you did with no effort. Your some dude had sex with a woman, and that sperm made a baby that was you. And you were born where you were born based on where the fuck they were at geographically. It's just stupid to say, oh well, this is America, this is mine, not yours. You know, it's like, well, why don't we make everything good for everybody? While I don't disagree, I absolutely disagree on on some statements there, but I think that might be a conversation uh, uh, for a different show. I I, I do think Fair Fair that enough. everybody should be treated equally. Um, I, I hate, I, I, I'm really not a fan of the word minority, but I'm also not a fan of this hyphenated American thing. I think that started different kind of division, what was it, decades ago when they started doing this? I, I Maybe in the 70s, because it wasn't always that. It was always we identified as Americans. I, I, I guess my biggest issue today is, holy hell, how do we take the pacifier out of people's mouths? Um, stop whining all the time. <laughs> life, life is fucking hard. You know, sit back, realize, yes, why you might, why, why, why you may not disagree with somebody's views if they're presenting it in a way that, yeah, sure, it could be hurtful, but. You can pick apart any comedian on the face of the planet, past, present, and future. Maybe not future the way things are going. <laughs> but you can pick yeah. apart anybody's bits. I mean, you could take Seinfeld and, and, and break him down to something that's going to be hurtful to somebody. To be able to find the humor in it, I think is important. And all this butt hurt and getting offended all the time. And, and Ken hit it. I, I, was it Ken? It was either Ken or, or Ubaco talking about you know, the people throwing snowflake around and they're the ones that kind of perpetuate the cycle. And now they're the ones crying, dude, I, I'm with you. I have said since, especially since I've moved to the South, that all these people throwing snowflake around are the snowflakiest motherfuckers I have ever come in contact with, <laughs> you know, cause I'm in the Bible belt and dude, I, I have offered help to people financially during a pandemic because I was making great money 
it was getting requests. But because I had said this, this is because I was told, and this was a dig. I'm not going to lie. This is a dig because I'm a dick. But I said, no invisible man in the sky told me to do this. I want to help people. Everybody in this thread on this message board just attacked the invisible man in the sky. <laughs> it missed the three paragraphs around it talking about people have lost their jobs. I am willing to help whether it's $10, whether it's $100, get a hold of me, I will PayPal it to you. Everybody missed that because they were so offended. They, they snowflaked out because I said invisible man. I, I, I find it amazing that we can't sit back. Maybe something does offend you immediately. But how about instead of, ah, you know, exploding, sit back for a second, think it over. I mean, he told Jew jokes in this special so how come the jewish community race or race hell how come the jewish race is it out in the streets protesting because you know, there is because, man because what we all know the jews run the entertainment business come on now <laughs> and, <laughs> and the banks <laughs> and the no, banks no, 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 oh lord story. stop that that that's almost sounded skidhead there <laughs> the moral of the story is whether you have one or not don't be a pussy and marriage should not be defined, in, you know, between a man and a woman, but between two people who don't want to have oral sex with each other anymore. You know? <laughs> yes. Two people who, who like the same Netflix series. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I love you. I just don't want to go down there anymore. That's marriage. I, I, uh, I actually think we have a two pronged problem, though. Um, one in my back in my day. Dumb people knew they were dumb. And by the way, I'm a guy of, at, at best, average intellect. Um, I know I'm dumb, is what I'm getting at. Uh, and also, uh, the idea that uh, social media now runs everything. Sure. So, it, when we didn't have social media and dumb people accepted the fact that they were just dumber than other people, we didn't question what shape the earth was. Uh, we, we got our we took our kids to the doctor and got our vaccines, and we didn't have all these nonsense debates over pineapple on pizza. <laughs> well, well, hold on. I think we did have these stupid debates. The difference is, is I remember going to somebody's house like back in like nineteen eighty. Oh, right. You saw their face and you, their expression. Yeah. It's like... But I remember going to someone's house and, you know, going to play cards, something stupid on a summer's day, just play cards. And there's this older woman that was there. And, uh, you know, one of those women that had the curlers in her hair and the cat sunglasses like hold out <laughs> from like 1966 or something. Wait a second. And Did we live together for a while? I think so. And that was you. Were you that weird uncle? Yeah. Um, so For what you say here, Bushy's mom is listening. Okay. Right. But you would sit down <laughs> and there would be curlers in right now. <laughs> there would be a stack of national inquirers. Right. All about the Bat uh, Boy the, and the world's the largest twins and all these weird theories and stuff. Weekly and World News. And it used news. to be Yeah, weekly world news. And eventually somebody would say, You know that's true and everyone else at the table would go you're out of your fucking mind. That's not true, right? We had a common decency to understand reality. That shit's gone, man. So what are you and saying? Everything's a tabloid now and, and people just don't yes, have enough sense to know the tabloid. difference? Exactly. That is absolutely it. And the people media are definitely and less Facebook... likely to challenge themselves and, and yes. go, 
you know, am I, wait a second, is this, is this just resonating with me because it, it hits my core on a, on either a positive or a negative level? It's, it's like when you see those posts, it's like, uh, click like if you think flag burning should be something that uh, puts you in prison or gets you kicked out of the country. Something Trump would love to do. Like, he would share stuff. And it's like, wait a second, does anybody pause and go, when did flag burning become this huge issue we needed to worry about? By the way, protected by the First Amendment, Bushy. Right. Yeah, but, but, there, what, but there's also oh. a U.S. code that does give punishments for burning a flag. <laughs> hey, I'm not recommending it. I wouldn't do it. But, but uh, it's, uh, it's a form of free speech. But but are we really that? Nobody go. You you. I could post that right now, and I guarantee I would get probably a hundred likes. You know what I mean? Right. And, sure. In, in, in twenty minutes, and nobody would pause and go. Why the fuck am I liking this? When have I ever seen a flag burn? I see. I never have either. Fucking ABC <laughs> news coverage of Iran talking about the jihad. Right. You know, I just they, they act like you know the country is being overtaken by atheists who want to destroy Christmas and turn it only into the word holiday and burn flags. If only. <laughs> Shut up, Wadzilla. Yeah. Well, so, so what I was saying, so, so what I was trying to get at is that we used to be able to look across the coffee table from one another and say, I don't think that that's real. There aren't lizard people. I watched V on television. That's not what's happening. But like, you know, police stacks, though, are real. Yeah. So but you take a look at Q, right? We saw the Q thing evolve and come up and people are like, man, do you think it's true what they say? Oh, and I'm like, no, it's Q not true. Or Q from Star Trek. We're talking about QAnon. We okay, are going to get to Star Trek, though, in a second. Those, those fuckers yeah. are crazy. But it went from like, uh, I mean, but I'm, a, I'm people holding signs. I'm against pedophilia. Everyone I know is. This is not a controversial statement. It doesn't need to be. It shouldn't be, need to be written down. The the few people that are into this, are, they are definitely a very small percentage of of the human race. You know, most of us we we're not like that. So it's it's not that you know, you should get bonus points because you're holding a cardboard sign out by Sparkle Market. I'm against pedophilia. No fucking shit. Do you want a cookie? We all should be against that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never but been like, to jail. Well, you're not supposed to go to jail. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, you bring up Star Trek, and I was going to for this reason. I love Star Trek. Fan of every version of Star Trek. It's somehow, some way, something about it. I have my Facebook, like, cut, trimmed down to, like as less bullshit as possible and still be functioning. Right. Sure. But there's one thing that I always, I'm a sucker for. They, there's a Paramount plus ad and it's got which member of the Star Trek discovery team are you? And I'll click on it to see what people say. And it's always like, I hate Michael Burnham. When did Star Trek get woke? When did Star Trek become a liberal? Da, 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 da. And it's nothing but fighting about that. And the weird thing is, is that Paramount chalks that up as a win because as many clicks as they get is what matters. The same goes with everybody that was promoting the Dave Chappelle story. They don't give a shit about Dave Chappelle and they don't give a shit about uh, Netflix and they don't really even give a shit about the trans community. They don't give a shit about black people. What they give a shit about is you clicked on it, you got upset and you went and you tweeted and you clicked and it's called interaction. That is more important than money to a lot of these people because it brings them money. 
so uh, if, if, a... if I get if I get on a Star Trek thing, which is an ad for Paramount Plus, and I argue and I post on it, that means anyone that likes Star Trek in my Facebook community mm-hmm. will now see that. So that spreads like a virus. Right. So you know, that's interesting because uh, I mean to go with your Star Trek theme. First of all, Star Trek has always been utopia. You know it's what I mean? Been it's always been forward It's always about forward-leaning, left, you know, frankly, left-leaning. But mm-hmm. right and wrong, there is a good versus evil, but do the right thing and let's be all-inclusive. There's a it, moral center, but yet a, 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 a trying to get to a better civilization and society. And, and I don't disagree. cheated on the Kobayashi uh, Maru or whatever that was. Right, exactly. <laughs> any, any begged green bitches and, like, never called back. You know? <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, it's interesting. You got Kevin to kiss Smith. Uhuru, that's a win for me. Absolutely. Yeah, she was smoking. Yeah. Um, Kevin Still Smith recently redid, uh, he didn't reboot. He wrote a sequel to Masters of the Universe. Did not call it He-Man. And the Masters Universe called it Masters Universe. Release it in two parts. The first part, oh boy, the message boards—they couldn't stand woke He Man. Everybody hated it, and nobody wanted to give it a chance. And uh, I don't even watch cartoons. I had to watch this for nostalgia's sake. I will say, I sat there and watched this, and was like, I don't understand the position you're taking. And I knew which side <laughs> these guys—I knew which side these guys leaned. They made it very clear. <laughs> They made it very clear. I'm like, I don't even want to associate myself with these guys. <laughs> they're, they're a little further off than I am. <laughs> yeah, they're way out there. But they never sat through and waited for the second half when the story resolved itself. Well, that's because there's a beginning, a middle, and an end if you only see the beginning. Like, there's that show Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Now, mega people are upset with it. Ugh. If they actually paid attention to the first so many seasons, they should have been upset with it from day one. Right. I mean, the whole thing is is saying we're fucked up. That's Again, what the, that's what that show is. People about. used to know they were du- stupid. People used to know they were stupid. It's back exactly. To that. Right. And I find it funny. And uh, for me, being, I mean, I was born in Germany. I mean, I'm American. I was born to American parents. That's what dad, you say. Foreigner. No, it, it, it's true. <laughs> my dad Get out of my country, race. man. Get out of here. <laughs> Naturalized Everything you citizen. say is now suspect. <laughs> Especially because you're German. I know. There's no Yavol or Sieg Heil here. I promise you that. Oh God. Fuck uh, it. Uh, you guys, baby, lose. That's all right. Thought. Hey, hold Thanks on. I got, I, I got to do my joke. I am part German and part Italian. That means every forty years, I want to take over the world. So. Did he? Yeah. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> But no, it's like uh, me coming down here. I guess I spent a lot of time in New York. I know I am right-leaning on a lot of things. Um, I'm left-leaning on other things. you know. And other things I'm just weird on. I am a pro-life guy that believes abortion needs to remain legal. Um, I don't even know if there should be limits on it. I pretty much figure I got a dick. I have no dog in that fight. You have to live with it, not me. No, you, you know, do have to live with it. I don't have to live with it. No, you do. Because the rights they take away from one are the next ones they'll be coming for yours. The bottom line is is that women have been marginalized for far too long. Agreed. I don't understand why now we're thinking that it's okay to tell them what to do with their body. Yet at the same time, we don't want anyone telling us what we can do with our guns. And, you know, I'm not against guns. I am against 
uh, I, I'm definitely for gun control. I mean, we should have control of our guns instead of a bunch of assholes posing, you know, let's honor Jesus by getting all of our weapons of mass destruction and showing that we can kill our fellow human. You know, that's praise the Lord there. It's the holiday season. I'm sorry. The Christmas season. That's just that, what that, that was an interesting photograph, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd have gone that route. <laughs> really triggered some snowflakes with that one. It's it's so fucked up that you claim to honor this God and this holiday that's based on commerce. That's really what Christmas is. That's what Christmas means to me, right? Uh, Really, that's what it comes down to. It is a pagan holiday that was usurped by the Christians Mm -hmm. and now by the American Christians because there is a distinct. I was talking to somebody from overseas and they were saying they're Christians. These are the kind of people that go on mission trips to other countries and build houses for the poor and they don't understand. You know what I mean? They also, if after, uh, you know, they they can all go to a bar and have a beer and it not be a, a cultural thing. American Christians are afraid to do that because Jesus doesn't want them drinking spirits or some weird thing. The bottom line is is that he if you all, live a good person, to, uh, as parents, give an AR-15 to their 17-year-old child, take him to a protest that he disagrees with, and then let him kill uh, two, you know two people and injure another one. So, uh, but 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 hey. Don't you drink that watch beer. Different video than me. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm sorry, but there's a public safety issue there. That is just bad parenting. Maybe don't put him in prison, but put the parents in prison. Yeah, you, you do. Nobody fucking gives their child that a military grade weapon and drops him off at a protest that he openly has a problem with. My fucking family wouldn't drop me off at the mall with two dollars worth of quarters to go play a centipede or whatever. You know what I mean? They were That's like, they "What are you gonna bucks. get?" You know exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, the same family. And all joking aside on that, because I I definitely disagree on that one. Um. <laughs> yeah, but hold on a second. Hold on a second. Sure. Uh, we're talking about a bunch of assholes that can't go to Starbucks without carrying a fucking AR-15. What the fuck is going on? Uh, you better make sure I get the right donut. You know what I'm saying? It's messed up. Yeah, if, that, if, that I don't for, understand. Forget going to a riot or a protest. Because you could open carry a pistol. I mean, if you go to open carry a rifle, that means you could open carry a pistol. It is not as threatening. It's not as menacing to other people. I understand that. But if somebody walks in with it, a man. weapon like that around me, I'm not going to be worried about it. But truth be told, I'm probably carrying two, <laughs> you know, so these guys don't bother me. Um, I, I don't understand the logic. He's a child. Okay. And he crossed state lines. To We're do talking it. about I mean, Rittenhouse. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is all there, there. There is nothing good that comes out of that. No, no matter which way the, the jury would have gone on that. It, there, there's nothing good. Yeah, there's, and I the don't think that, that was a win at all. Parent, he has two parents who fucking allowed this shit to happen. And there's no discussion about that. It's all about this or that or all this stuff. And and Wildly's right, man. If he would have killed two black people, it probably would have been a bigger deal. There probably would have been protests. There probably would have been violence and, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And then we would have said, see, this is what happens. You know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, you know what, and I and I don't disagree with that either. And that's a weird place where we are because people have posed to me, "What if Rittenhouse was black?" And I'm like, I still back him 100. percent 
They saw that. They saw everything I saw. You yeah, probably. I backed him one hundred percent. You know what I mean? I don't think he would have been backed. He, you know who who went of the people who financially paid for his lawyer, Ricky Schroeder went to fucking backed him. Right. And and, and and I'm not saying you're wrong at all. Uh, but that's one of those. That's in the books. There's nothing we could do. You know what I mean? I'm just glad that the case well, in Georgia Well, we can make better choices right going way. forward. You know what I mean? We can say, holy fuck, a 17-year-old crossed state lines with an AR-15 and killed two people. And by the way, nobody else needed to, to defend themselves with guns at this protest. So the idea that, that like, oh, well, he was, you know what I mean? The self-defense argument is just, to me, weak as fuck. And then now I'm are, had he not had the gun... He wouldn't have needed to be defended. I I would say there's a hundred percent chance that the gun had something to do with it. Yeah, uh, and defending yourself against a guy trying to stop you from shooting more people uh, <laughs> might be part of the issue. But yeah, <laughs> again, Bushy, like I'm I sorry. Said, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna stop. I'll let you say whatever you want to say. I'm gonna stop. No, you're you're okay, brother. Absolutely, and again, nothing but respect. And I. And all I'm going to say is I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I do, if that makes any sense. I mean, the whole thing bit. could have been prevented had he not drove the 20 miles into, uh, it's not Waukesha, whatever It place could have it been was. prevented if he had parents. Well, well, well yeah, they yeah. cared about him. I, I wouldn't send my daughter to a riot. I would, I would not send my kid, I wouldn't drop my kid off with an AR-15 ever. If they were 50 years old, I wouldn't drop them off. Like what the right. fuck are you doing? I would say what? No, 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 no. Let's let's put the gun in the trunk and let's go somewhere else. Yeah, let's think this over. This is a protest, not. This is how they turn into riots. So. Maybe, maybe. that was a kid looking for action and he found it. Right. And then when it yeah, to, he he went looking for trouble and found action. it. That's what we would have said when we were kids. You know, he yeah. was looking excuse to use it and he found it. I, I don't disagree. I don't know that he was looking for it, but he did definitely find it. And what did he bring the gun for if he wasn't Let me for put it? it this way, Nate. He, you know, like I've heard people blame this on everything from Marvel comic movies to anything else. The bottom line is, is that kid went there looking for trouble. And he found it. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, if you truly want to protect your kids, you send them to a whorehouse with a copy of The Elder. <laughs> and don't have to go. Okay. Oh, okay, the kid's already a fucking pussy because he needs a fucking gun. He wasn't there to protect nothing. He's hoping like, ooh, I hope I can shoot me, you know, somebody and get away with it under the yeah, guy. I'm gonna go clean up some graffiti. Where's my gun? Yeah, yeah. That's weird. You know, That's just what imagine what he does when he cleans the toilet at home. Mom, can you take me to another state where I they, they need me to uh, uh, help some people out? Also, where's the AR-15? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is kind of weird. But, of course, it was already in Wisconsin. So, so that's that. the worst part. He got, <laughs> dropped, he got dropped off and picked it up. Yeah, exactly. Everybody he shot was drunk. <laughs> they didn't know yeah, what they were doing. It was a bad situation. No, the bottom line is is that uh, as far as the Dave Chappelle special, which we've kind of you know, kind of veered off, but I, but I enjoy that. But thanks for bringing it back. I, I do too. But uh, you know, 
I believe that the outrage was welcomed by Netflix at some point. Um, Dave Chappelle's in no danger of being canceled. Some high school may not want him to have a gym named after him or something like that, but you know what? Nobody's naming a fucking gym after me either. I've never seen Ozzy Osbourne high. Has anyone? I haven't. I mean, I've seen Ozzy high, but I've never I don't mean to interrupt you, but that high school, uh, Dave Chappelle's high school, is going against Dave Chappelle and saying, no, we are still naming this theater Dave Chappelle Theater. This ain't coming from no prophet. Just an ordinary man. When I close my eyes, I see the way this world shall be. When we go walking in it When the last child cries For a crust of bread When the last man dies For just words that he said When they're sheltered over the poorest we shall be free when the last thing we notice is the color of skin and the first thing we look for is the beauty within when the skies and the oceans are clean again then we shall be free we shall be free shall be free Stand straight and walk proud we shall be free When we're free to love anyone we choose When this world's big enough for all different views When we all can worship from our own kind of so there is no cancel culture when it face, comes to Glenn or Ken Mills. Yeah. There... <laughs> so there Mills. That's me, Glenn Mills. Uh, but there is not. no cancel culture when it comes to Dave Chappelle. No, but that's why I don't understand people... the outrage. It's like such a fake outrage. Although I'm not because saying that people that of that community become... weren't maybe offended by something, but what the fuck is offended? You know, that that word irritates the shit out of me anyway. I'm yeah, offended Nate, by the word offended. You don't get to decide what <laughs> offends another person. You don't get to decide what offends a woman or a man or anybody else. You don't get to decide what I, right. what Ken Mills gets to, you can think it's silly or not, and I can tell you to go fuck yourself. There's freedom of speech, right? Right, exactly. The bottom line is, is that we should be at a point, you would think culturally. I know that when I was coming up, I saw things like on Happy Days, there was an episode where they wouldn't serve black people. So Fonzie tapped the, you know, the <laughs> sign and it fell down. And we had Archie Bunker and I had Captain America and Batman and Superman saying in Wonder Woman saying things about equality and how we should treat one another. We right. had Star Trek. We had all these things that seemed mash. You know, it seemed like we were we were evolving. We are now de-evolving. You know, Devo is right. Right. We've gotten to a point. Where if you really claim to be a Christian, then show it. If you For if real. you've been a minority, 
show it that you understand it. If you if you are someone who is trans, understand what it's like to be different. And that can go a lot of different ways, right? Sure. But we've got people who are now all on their own track and they can only see what they can see. Dave Chappelle says he can't punch down because he's a black man. I can't speak for him. I right. can say I have a hard time seeing that when his bank account is so much bigger than mine. I bet you that Dave Chappelle has certain more rights than Ken Mills does. Again, I can't speak for him. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying this is what it looks like to me from my side of the fence. I bet that if I said some of the stuff that Dave Chappelle said, I would be canceled and lose my job. I wouldn't get an extension or get asked to do the award show for Netflix or get another five, you know, once once they pay me more in five years, I, I, I would just be done. Do you know what I'm saying? I, so it I do. And that's on wealth status. There's white privilege, green privilege, money privilege. Right. It's it's all it's fame. Privilege is another kind of privilege. That one's that one's not as strong as green privilege because you can get taken down. I mean, let's take a look at uh, what was that Joe Exotic, right? I'm sure right. he's going to make a nice chunk of money out of this. But at some point, he's just going to be a sad, pathetic guy that's not going to have much to show for it by the time it's done. Dave will still probably most more than likely, if he invests well, have an incredible legacy and life. Right. So, be OK, you know, and I'm glad that he took care of the trans person's daughter. Absolutely, Daphne's daughter. Because he mentions the, the woman by name. And this is what I this is what I love about this special, is the whole time, while he's making these jokes, even though you're getting to see his personality, because you know that he feels this way. He still has a respect. He still has an empathy for this woman. And he keeps calling her a woman. You know, and, and, I, and I think that's important because that's something that people from my side of the aisle really piss me off with. You don't have to like it. You could call it gender dysphoria. You could you could think of it whatever you will. I don't care about that. What I do care about is you treating this person as less than a person. You don't have to understand. I don't fucking understand Rob Zombie. Somebody told him that he makes good music and he keeps fucking doing it. I don't like it, but who the hell am I to say you can't do that because I don't believe it and therefore it must be stopped. That's the whole, that's the whole part of this thing that really irritates me. And I really hate social media because it, it does, as Baco was alluding, it does really amplify everything, this social media, because now everybody has a voice. Used to be nobody had a voice unless you can get on a mic in front of a damn TV somewhere behind a podium. Now everybody has a voice. I think it's kind of fair to say that if people would stop boasting on social media so much and sit down and talk to their neighbor, no matter what the issue is, you find out we all have a lot more damn common ground than the media wants to portray that we have. That's why I approached you at Rock and Pot. I wanted to make that message clear. I was like, you know, I was like, we clearly have some differences, but you've always been respectful, but. Uh, I didn't want that to be lost in the whole ether of social exchange on media, social media exchange. Absolutely. And, and I, I wicked appreciate it. I was like, oh, Baco, he gets it. 
yeah. <laughs> you know, it was great. Ian gets it. I mean, he's an asshole about it, <laughs> but even Ian gets it. Yeah, but Nate, there are. <laughs> you have a powerful voice because you identify as a poison fan. You can say a lot of things that I can't. <laughs> you know, I would get but you have to understand, Nate, <laughs> that for every one of you, there is another side of people who, like, they've come at me hard. And not because I've argued with them or started anything. They just, they want to cancel me. You know what I'm saying? And you may not be able to see that, but you don't get my emails. You don't get the messages I get. Right. Same. Uh, I'm sure Baco gets the same kind of shit for every you that's there at the thing. There's a lot of people just waiting for me to fall or whoever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it those, those seems so silly. We need to it cancel. seems so well, I don't need to cancel them. They will do that all by themselves. All by themselves. It's wonderful. Yeah. You just, but that's like one, sh- of, one, of, one of the thing about chess, if you're a good chess player, you know this to be true. You rarely beat someone. You watch them beat themselves because they make their moves. Right. You know, I like watching people beat themselves, but not in the way you were talking about. Hot. Yeah, like in a Louis <laughs> C.K. way. I like, I like that. Yeah, Louis C.K. way. Yeah, I says. like Sammy Hagar. I I, I get it, Ian. <laughs> uh, I love Sammy. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it, it's, it, I, Sammy's awesome. Oh, I don't know that I do that about you, Baco. This is something else I like yeah. about you, man. Not my yeah. not my favorite Van Halen, but uh, Sammy is. Uh, although he he lately last few years is when he's gotten kind of douchey and. Every T-shirt he wears is whatever alcohol he's selling now. But uh, but that's that's they, every like we are yeah. in a bad time to like a band from like 1960 <laughs> to 1990. No shit. I, lo- I love how I get labeled as racist. Yet I'm doing a, I'm doing a show with two fags. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, man. oh god! I gotta tell you, have you guys ever watched uh, comedians and cars getting coffee? Yeah. Yeah. There's an episode oh, Seinfeld does with Seinfeld. Lewis. Huh? I hate Jerry Seinfeld, and not because he's a Jew. Oh, because he's well, funny. No, you're so wrong. <laughs> he does He does this one episode with Lewis Black, and um, they're kind of talking about how back in the 70s and 80s, it was kind of the conservative side of the aisle that was trying to censor people. And uh, nowadays, it seems to be more the liberal side of the aisle, um, i.e. Yeah. trans people, you know, things of that nature. Uh, that's a that's a good observation. Yeah, but and, I uh, have to say something. You're saying that uh, trans people trying to silence people. They would also no, no, no. just like to exist, right? I'm, I'm just using that as an as as an example, and they absolutely have every right to exist. the uh, The point I'm trying to make is that Jerry specifically asked in the you know in in the realm of stand up comedy. Do you think we'll ever get back to a point where? Uh, They'll stop this. They'll stop trying to censor everybody. And uh, Lewis Black says, "Yeah, we'll get back there. The pendulum will swing back." Kind of come more like back into pod. I, I'm sorry, I was talking over you. Um, I think it's kind of kind of come down to honestly things like what Ian does and what we do at Cobras and Fire is that like it, it probably won't be as mainstream. It won't be Andrew Dice Clay, but like I don't know. I won't speak for Ian. I'll speak for myself. I do not censor. I mean, we edit and we cut things out, but for the most part, I say what I want to say. And I think people get 
the tenor when I'm making a joke. But if they're fans of the show, they understand that. Sure. But the reality is that, like, you know, if I was on Dave Chappelle's level, I would I would probably be, especially because I'm white, be shredded for some of the, the these these things I say, even though I kind of say them. The offensive things I say are almost meant to be like a self-deprecating in a way, like you mentioned, Archie Bunker. I I say them in a way that like makes me look like an idiot. Right. But we are. I think our listeners get that joke. But uh, and 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 Ian is definitely well. He goes like if I go to to the edge of the fence, he's like well past it. Oh, Ian, uh, Ian goes balls deep every time. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm definitely going to offend four of the five people listening to this. And, <laughs> you know, but we all need to laugh at each other, you know, and laugh. Be, be funny without hurting each other, without physically or, you know, imposing our will on their lives. People should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And that's where I'm liberal. People well, I, do and, and you know, maybe that's where. But you, you know, don't hurt anybody. That that's my thing. Go through this life, be as funny and and, and offensive, and, and and do what that will, but don't hurt other people. Yeah, but we live in a time where, going off of what Baca says, that his listen, he feels his listeners are looking at things like in the way that people used to watch All in the Family do, right? Right. Almost any time you see a picture of Archie Bunker. Remember when America used to tell it like it was or how it is? They're not looking at Archie as like some tragic, poor, sad sack who didn't understand the hate he was putting out and the situation he was putting himself in. They didn't understand that he was the butt of the joke. Right. They think that he was the hero that should have been listened to. Oh, yeah, and I know a lot of... Make America great again. Make it so Archie Bunker can sit on the, the chair and be a, a racist again. And yet they talk about the elite. But you think that uh, Donald Trump would actually want an Archie Bunker sitting beside him? He'd think he was a piece <laughs> of shit. And, you know, and going back to snowflakes, uh, you know, Herr Trump got 75, almost 75 million votes. You know, great. Well, there's another uh, 81 million that fired his ass so you know all he's been doing is trying to overthrow that and get that overturned and have us relook at it and over and over and over and over again hillary was more of a man than he was it's america grabbed him by the pussy and fired his ass you're fired i don't understand why he can't get that through his noggin i do because he's a narcissist exactly and and a horrible human being and a bad businessman if we haven't talked about him (laughs) <laughs> As a horrible human being, a narcissist and a bad uh, businessman, I'm offended by that comment. Right. <laughs> As a cracker, I embrace it. Ian <laughs> Ian doesn't identify himself as a bad businessman and all of those things. Those things have identified him. Yes. <laughs> uh, I hate the whole identify as, although... Why? It's always been that thing. Listen. Uh, because I identify as a millionaire. I can't go writing checks. <laughs> I understand that. But there are a lot of people that say that they're a Christian and they don't live that way. And I don't oh. mean that they're pious. I'm saying that they don't have any love, compassion, forgiveness, or empathy. No, I've met yeah, way too like, many. I, 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 
like, like, like I meant to say earlier, I started saying this earlier. I have uh, friends that are Christians over there that feel that like American Christians feel that they're more saved than non-American Christians. Like you guys are losers. You got to be an American Christian first. You know, like that's the thing. Just like I saw on one of the channels they were talking about how america is the last free nation on earth and it's like well that's news to canada the uk i mean it just goes on and on and on and on america is not the only free nation but we've trained people to accept mediocrity and stupidity as a way of life <laughs> yeah and, and that whole shit of patriotism uh that you're better than somebody because of where you're born, I, I, I can't stand. Yep. You know, I'm not ashamed that I'm American, but I don't feel any sense of pride because I'm American. Uh, you should have some pride from what just being in a military family. Are, not where you're born. Right. You know, you know, just because you're born here, you're better than somebody, and unless you're Native American. You're a fucking immigrant. You're born of fucking immigrants. But then again, every kid that I knew in 1970-whatever was going around saying, yeah, I'm 116th Cherokee. You know, all of a sudden, it was cool for everybody to be a minority. All the white people were going around saying, yes, I have Native American blood all of a sudden. It was hip and cool. I don't understand. that's why I think we should scratch all that. Let's just be Americans and... Get along with each other, man. You don't have to How about to we agree. just be humans? We're all There's an idea. Beings. But, like, Earth you know, you, you say you don't like the word identify. People have been, I I mean, it's almost like people are wearing bu- bu- uh, belt buckles and T-shirts proclaiming what they are. It's always been that way. And we, if you want to talk about cancel culture, you have no further than to look at the church who was burning rock and roll records from 1970-whatever to 1980-whatever. And they were, uh, you had the moral majority uh, that was against homosexuals and anybody that wasn't a white Christian for all intents and purposes. It started back then that I remember, but we've always had a sense of culture, can- culture, cancel culture. Yeah, I got it. I got it asked backwards, which everything is. But uh, the bottom line is, is that uh, we've always had it. It's just that nobody had the nerve to have a voice that wasn't in the power seat. You're That's correct. what pisses a lot of rip. people off. Uh, Ken Mills? What was that? You cracking on my drip? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're super old. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, guys. Uh, I think we've been at it just about long enough. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't disagree with any of you. Uh, that's yeah, let's why I let's stop here. while we still get along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no way I can hate any of you. Yeah, that was. I don't think that was a freak out, was it? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta wrap my freedom presents for uh happy holidays you know to really piss off the world i refuse to uh uh uh, participate in christmas it's holidays (laughs) it's it's seasons remember back in the 80s it was seasons greetings oh my god that was so offensive i remember i i i throat punched everybody that said that everyone (laughs) throat punch all right seasons greetings bitch i want summertime (laughs) well as as, as as the as person who's not the host. Shovel the ton of snow today. Amen. 
Well, as the person who's not the host, I'd like to wrap it up. Ian, what do you have coming up on uh, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, other than uh, a lapse of sobriety? Yeah. Uh, well, we're we're still trying to figure out what kind of pronoun to use for Sammy Hagar fans. I don't know what the fuck you call him. Is it? She? Assholes? Uh, we, yeah. Uh, it. Uh, no, I'm just the, one off his joke, man. All I'm going to say is, you know, get the dick out of your ears and put it back in your dress. You know, son of a bitch. That's nice. all I got. Paco, what's coming up with Cobras and Fire? How's Loose and you doing? What's, what do you guys got planned? Uh, everything is amazing and and awesome. Uh, we have our uh, kind of like the year-end stuff coming up. Uh, so it's, uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but we're doing our top five records of the year. Also like uh, a list of records that we didn't like that much of the year. And then, of course, as we do every year, we have a two-part episode with a special guest introducing both of them. Um, as a kind of recap, we do a, like a best-of clip show of, of, of 2021. So that'll uh, lead you into January, and then uh, we're back at it, baby. Fantastic. Uh, I, Ken Mills, I'm thinking about maybe firing Pop back up and talking about the Beatles. I don't know what's going on. I'm a part-time podcaster at best so but we're still putting out podcasts still we've done like i think seven cheap talks and zilch is still an on-running concern so it's it's a good thing uh oh, so and on the zilch level i'll say you know it's sad to hear about michael nesmith but uh it really we're all getting fucking old man yeah absolutely yeah, unfortunately a, as i said earlier it's rough being a fan of a band from the 60s 70s 80s 90s at this point yeah so, Nate, Sorry. what do you got coming up? Uh, boy, I don't know what's going on. I want to get a holiday special up. Uh, my partner has been busy with property issues. He's trying to get uh, his home torn down so that he can sell that land and be done with it. Uh, so, other than this, which I will have edited and should be up tomorrow, uh, I really don't have a whole lot going on. Um, I do want to say, Baco, uh, Ken Mills, and Ian, you guys can pass it on to the others in your shows. When my father was sick and passed away, you guys kept me sane at work every single day because I was able to laugh at each and every one of you. Uh, I listened to Corpus of Fire, listened to Podcasts, listened to Rock and Metal, listened to Decibel Geek, and you guys kept me going through that week because that first week was rough as hell. I did so I, I appreciate everything you do and thank you so much for coming on today. My that means a lot, man. Love. All right, you guys yeah. be good. I appreciate it. All right. And hey, thanks for hey, uh, uh, thanks for having me. Hey, yeah, thanks seriously. for coming, Baco. First time, I uh, you know I appreciate that and, and heavy, heavy subject matter. <laughs> yeah, and I, well, I, I, the, the, you I, know the weird thing is that you've always said, Nate, we disagree on so much. I find that we agree on so much more. I agree. Um, there are things you're completely wrong on, and I'll tell you. <laughs> God, I love you, Ken. And, and accentuate the positives. You know, uh, you know, I know a lot of people want to cancel Bushy. Uh, but you know what? You're entitled to your views. And when I saw your post, uh, you know, I stopped at where you said all black people should have a job. I, you know, fuck the other part where you said they shouldn't get paid for it. You know, it's positives. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a good guy. You're, you're a good guy. Whatever bathroom you choose to use. You, yeah. Sammy. Uh, Agree. Here, I'll do a, I'll, I'll do a you're semi-kiss job. You're always welcome in my glory hole. <laughs> 
I'll do a semi kiss joke. You know what bathroom they let us use? The only one. No, I messed up the joke. You, do you know what bathroom we use? The only one they'll let us use. Remember little animalized kiss animalized yeah, yeah. joke there? Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you guys be good. Thank you so much for coming up. We'll talk at you later. I'm putting it all in. Okay. Thank you. You guys God be good. Bless I love everyone. You. Be safe, everyone. Yeah, happy right. holidays, guys. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on The Plug. See you next week. Freedom of speech. That's some motherfucking bullshit. You say the wrong thing, they lock your ass up quick. The SEC says profanity, no airplay. They can suck my dick while I take a shit all day. Think I give a fuck about some silly bitch named Boy, your PMRC. Here we go. War. Yo, shit, what's the matter? You ain't getting no dick. You bitching about rock and roll. That's such a shit, dumb bitch. The Constitution say we all got a right to speak. Say what we want, tip. Your argument is weak. Sense of record, TV, school books, too. And who decides what's right to hear you? Hey, PMRC, you stupid fucking asshole. The sticker on the record is what makes it so gold. Can't you see? Your alcoholic idiot. The more you try to suppress us, the larger we get. Freedom of speech! Just watch what you say. Freedom of speech! Yeah. Just watch what you say. Freedom of speech! Yeah, boy. Just watch what you say. You have the right to remain silent. Fuck that right. I want the right to talk. I want the right to speak. I want the right to walk where I wanna. Yell and I'm gonna. Tell and rebel every time I'm on a microphone on the stage cold illin. The knowledge I drop will be heard by millions. We ain't the problems. We ain't the villains. It's the suckers depriving the truth from our children. You can't hide the fact Jack is violence in the streets every day. Any fool can recognize that. But you try to lie and lie and say America's some motherfucking apple pie. Yo, you gotta be high to believe that you're gonna change the world by a sticker on a record sleeve. Cause once you take away my right to speak, everybody in the world's up shit creep. Freedom of speech! Yeah. Just watch what you say. Freedom of speech! Yeah, boy. Just watch what you say. Freedom of speech! Ha <laughs> ha. You better watch what you say. Explicit lyrics. Explicit lyrics. Let me tell you about down south, real motherfucker might as well not even have a mouth. Columbus, Georgia said they'd lock me up if I got on the stage in my show and said fuck. So I thought for a minute and said no, I wasn't even gonna do a damn show. Cause for me to change my words for my rhymes was never gonna happen cause there's no sellouts on mine. But I'm about to get those motherfuckers one day, they even arrested Bobby Brown and Cool J. Yo, they got this coming cause I'm mad and I'm gunning homeboys and there's no running. I'm gonna tell you how I feel about you. No bull, no lies, no slack, just straight fact. Columbus, Georgia, you can suck my dick. You ain't nothing but a piece of fucking shit on the damn map. Freedom of speech! Yeah, just watch what you say. Freedom of speech! Yeah, you better watch what you say. Freedom of speech! Just watch what you say. Parental advisory. Parental advisory. 
freedom of speech. Let them take it from me, next they'll take it from you. Then what you gonna do? Let them censor books, let them censor art. PMRC, this is where the witch hunt starts. You'll censor what we see, we read, we hear, we learn. The books will burn. You better think it out. We should be able to say anything. Our lungs were meant to shout. Say what we feel. Yell out what's real. Even though it may not bring mass appeal. Your opinion is yours. My opinion is mine. If you don't like what I'm saying, fine. But don't close it. Always keep an open mind. A man who fails to listen is blind. We only got one right left in the world today. Let me have it or throw the Constitution away. Freedom of speech! Yeah. Just watch what you say. Freedom of speech! You better watch what you say. Freedom of speech! Yeah, boy. You better watch what you say. Explicit lyrics. Explicit lyrics. What they're trying to do with radio, with this uh, McCarran-Walter Act, and a lot of other ways, is start by saying that they're protecting the public from wicked rock bands or girly magazines or whatever. But if you follow the chain of dominoes that falls down, what they're really trying to do is shut off our access to information itself. If they can't do it by law, they know there's other ways. 